0: Welcome to the Nightmare Box, presenting, Mistakes Were Made. My name is Brett Bloom. I'm sitting here with the beautiful, the effervescent, the transient, Kristen Pennington. <laughs> and why is she transient? At <laughs> some point today, we're going to tell you where the fuck we plan to move. <laughs> and that's the teaser. Now let's get off topic. (laughs) Uh, You
1: guys hang in here for a while.
0: We talked about it last night. Having a no-holds bar. We're going to get the audience out of the dark on this one. You guys can cheer right alongside us. Help us out. Maybe meet us up, you know. Buy us a beer. I don't know. Be in our documentary. Be in our documentary. We should... um, we should open the documentary like they open those like serial killer documentaries and they'd like talk to the neighbor and it's like ah, oh, he was always quiet <laughs> kept to himself go over and like what do you know about Brett Bloom the man next door like, <laughs> his apartment
1: over. was always flooding like
0: you do the people over here and then I do the people over here so like we can both we just walk over there like official news reporters and it's like have you heard what happened to the apartment downstairs like, almost gave our address away <laughs> they're like no what happened and it's like oh it's it's too terrible to describe <laughs> how would you describe the couple downstairs you know? <laughs> do you know
1: any of your neighbors at all no
0: I, I like, vaguely like I, I wouldn't be able to do and you probably wouldn't be able to do the ones that pass directly like in front of the apartment mm-hmm. but the other ones you know they'd be like well they're quiet people and they're always going places and And coming back from those places.
1: I know what the lady across the way looks like. Yeah. I know what the neighbor above her looks like. And then I know what the people above us sound like, and that's about it.
0: I've got a couple of friends that work, like, local news stations and stuff like that. I could probably do this. (laughs) (laughs) We just get the opinions of complete strangers. They were quiet. He drank a lot, sat around. Downstairs. He survived
1: the fire of yeah. whatever year that happened.
0: Yeah. He was here when we got here. Thought he'd be here when we left.
1: Right, I'm going to move right. football.
0: I was trying to catch some rhythm with my,
1: <laughs> my
0: weird reporter angle. Oh God. Didn't do a whole lot today. Uh, Banged out the shopping pretty early. Got the cleaning all done.
1: Until Jax poured his food into the floor.
0: And then Jax got food all over the floor. Took Jax on a walk. Got... Oh! New and exciting Jeep issue. On the Move podcast. Synchronicity. Um, Went to the store. Came back from the store. Tried to take the key out of the ignition. Key wouldn't come out of the ignition. And then... uh, I eventually got the key out of the ignition and the engine didn't turn off. And I sat there, confounded. I was like, this has literally never happened to me before. What do I do here? It's an ignition switch. Like, I understand that's the problem. But the problem at the time was, how do I turn the Jeep off so I don't blow the Jeep up? (laughs) And um, so, for about half an hour, I sat outside in a thunderstorm, just getting pissed on trying to figure out how the fuck to turn the Jeep off, uh, called Mr. Ed, my my dad's friend who lives up the way, and um, he'd never heard of this issue, and he was a jet engine mechanic for nearly... (laughs) uh, Coming off about 40 years now, he's been a jet engine mechanic. So Ed, Ed could... You can normally describe exactly what the fuck I'm looking for, you know, from across the country. You, know, <laughs> if you come from a phone call, you can walk you through it. And he's like, I've never had that problem. Like, in <laughs> the history of the past 40 years of working on vehicles and working on airplanes, I've never had this issue. Um, so he was on his way over, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, I, I, I never have this issue where I can go on Google and can't find somebody else who's had the same Jeep problem. Jeeps break all the time. And they were all talking about computers. Well, I've got a 1993, um, and it hit me all of a sudden. Like, I don't need to disconnect anything to 1993. I just have to make the same mistakes that I used to make when I was 16. Went out there, popped that shit in first gear, and then dropped the clutch and stalled the motherfucker out. Killed that bastard right there in the goddamn parking lot. So, long-term fix. I have no fucking idea what I need to do with the Jeep. I'm going to figure it all out tomorrow while I'm at work because I don't like my job. Um so there's a jeep update for those of you hanging on the edge of your seat going what's it like owning a 93 Wrangler and uh, having absolutely no mechanical skill it's a project
1: <laughs> I think that's only the it's been running smooth for a while though I think that's only the second time since I've I wasn't living here. Whenever you were out of the country, I was staying here, though. But that's only the second time since I've been staying here that it uh, has acted up, hasn't
0: it? Yeah, the other one was way, you know, beyond my control. (laughs) I can't remember what it was. She's been
1: hanging in there for the past half year.
0: Yeah, I've had a couple of big issues, but I bought the Jeep cheap. I bought it cash, and got it running consistently you know i just use it as a town driver shit like that i don't know why i'm talking about this, but i got it as an in-town it's relevant
1: to concerns we have coming (laughs) up
0: but uh yeah i just use it as an in-town driver so it, it it rarely gets above 45 and it's saved me a shitload of money you know you've got car payments my friends all have car payments and i don't remember a whole lot from high school economics but i seem to remember and i believe is it dave ramsey or gordon ramsey dave Gordon's the chef gordon's gordon's the chef that's right um he discussed buying cars with cash and then slowly upgrading the cars you can buy with cash until you're in a position where you can buy that new car for cash Mm -hmm. like it's it's a very slow process, but it saves you a shitload of like interest payments. It's oh, for my, sure.
1: Yeah. yeah, my interest on in my car is actually a little high, yeah. but uh, so
0: I spent like thirty-two hundred on the Jeep, which I had cash in hand because I just sold my old truck. And, uh, it worked out well. Jax, I'm trying to catch a flow on literally any topic right now.
1: He he, literally, <laughs> that food bowl has been full. Probably since he got back from his walk, and he literally only goes to eat when we're sitting here. To I filled do this. it up this morning
0: when I woke up. Okay, so he's yeah. Had he's had food all day. All day, and just now decided he <laughs> wanted to eat it.
1: Like, I think he legitimately does understand that we're recording, and he's like, ha, ah, this will be funny.
0: This is my time. This is how I get attention. <laughs> Everybody talks about me for 10 minutes. My. I'm gonna my get 15 you
1: seconds own... of fame.
0: I'm gonna get a Jax's eating drop.
1: <laughs> we should have a drop for Jax. <laughs> he makes drops. Very regular appearances.
0: Appearances.
1: D- appearances. I have, <laughs> uh, whatever. I'm. Just, I'm not even gonna like argue with you about them anymore because you're usually <sighs> correct.
0: It's been a very stressful week, team. Are yeah. we gonna get into what's been going on with you or? Yeah.
1: That, okay. Um. So yeah, that's probably a good place to start. That's part of the reason we discussed last night that we might as well discuss where we're moving. Um. So we mentioned. A while ago. I don't even know what episode it was, but it's been probably at least 10, 15 episodes ago. It's been, well, maybe not 15, but at least probably 10 episodes ago. It's been a while that, uh, there was like some family stuff going on with me. Mm -hmm. Um... And uh, I don't feel terribly bad mentioning this on the podcast because both my sisters already blasted it on Facebook. So they've beat me. <laughs> they've beat me to the punch. So I no longer feel obligated to yeah. not talk about it. Um,
0: By the time this comes out, they'll have like a whole week ahead of you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my dad uh, has been having like problems with like. His eyesight and his balance for a while now, I guess it's been like the past three months this has been going on and he's been kind of keeping it to himself and didn't really tell my mom until it was like, okay, this is getting to be a pretty serious problem. Like he was like, to the point where he was damn near blind in one of his eyes and his other eye was starting to go too. So they did a whole bunch of tests um, back when we first talked about this on the podcast where they thought maybe he had a brain tumor or something. So they did, like, an MRI, and we had to wait for the results to come back from that, and that came back negative. And then they did a spinal tap, like, a good while later, and we had to wait for the results for that to come back, and those just recently came back. And uh, his spinal pressure was, like, super high, like, double the normal amount. And um, they weren't really sure why. They sent the fluid off for testing, and that didn't come back as, like cancer bacteria or anything like that and they still haven't really figured out what's causing it but um his eye doctor was like if we don't do something to fix this you're gonna be permanently blind yeah like we're not gonna be able to salvage your vision if we don't do something so uh this past week he uh went into the hospital and had a brain shunt put in his head to redirect some of the fluid to take yeah, off the pressure.
0: What that is, because I had to Google it for about ten minutes to.
1: I mean, if you Google it, you'll probably get a way better it's kind idea of, like a of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you'll probably get a way better idea of it if you just Google it too. But um, essentially, they drilled into the top of his skull and they run, um, like a tubing down mm-hmm. the base of his skull and into, I guess, like his abdomen somewhere. It goes down pretty far. They like cut up his stomach a little bit and put a scope in his stomach to guide the tube. So yeah. it drains off the excess spinal fluid and it just reabsorbs back into the body. So that's a, a permanent fixture that he now has for the rest of his life. Um, and I, I, I don't know if they're going to keep doing tests to try to figure out what's causing it or if they're just satisfied with that being the fix for it or what. But uh, yeah, that just happened a couple of days ago and thankfully... <laughs> it's Jax, <laughs> lightens the mood a bit it went well um like immediately after surgery he was you know after the anesthesia wore off he was like awake and alert and able to eat and all that he's already gone home
0: Jax, your food bowl is literally on <laughs> no, the other no, side he's
1: doing that on purpose eating the scraps out of the bottom of the dish
0: <laughs> Jax, go eat your regular food you're interrupting Kristen's story <laughs>
1: But yeah, so, um, that kind of, and I, I I don't like to heavily make comparisons there because it's entirely different situations, but I guess to some like minor extent. But he's okay now. Yeah, no, he's, he's,
0: he's talked himself out of the hospital. Yeah, (laughs) he,
1: he got them to release him literally the day after the surgery because he put up a big fuss about wanting to go home. Mm -hmm. But to... And again, like I said, I don't really like to heavily compare because your situation is uh, very different, but um, it was a very scary couple of days for me and you were like super reassuring because on a much, you know, more massive scale, like you know what that feels like. And um, it does kind of put life in perspective, like this came out of nowhere, my... Dad isn't the most healthy man on the planet, but he's (laughs) never been sick-sick, and my mom's never been sick-sick, and, um, like, I've never had to deal with any of this stuff, and it does kind of make you realize, like, day-to-day how dramatically things can change, so... um,
0: Sometimes it's like a light switch, you know? I mean, it's going to catch all of us. Yeah. In a way, I think. I mean, it's an incredibly... Hard situation that's been placed on him and your family, you know, as a whole. Um, But it does give time to pause and come together and and reassess, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not like getting hit by a bus, you know, you walk out of a store and you get taken out and it's just over. There's no contemplation there. These terrifying situations, these nights in the hospital and stuff. Kristen was out the other night until 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. I passed out on the couch. Yeah, I worked, on my, her to come home. <laughs> I worked
1: my full 12-hour shift and, uh, like, went and hung out with my parents afterwards because yeah. they were at the same hospital that I work at. And um, I stayed there till like, 2, 2.30 in the morning because they had to put a drain in to drain some of the fluid, and my mom was, like, super stressed. So I, like, hung out with her for a while and... Uh, brett stopped texting me at some point in the night so i was like oh like he probably you know was reading in bed or something and passed out and i come home and he's still fully dressed passed out on the couch he's made dinner and
0: one sock on yeah
1: not eaten dinner and i was just like that is like the saddest sweetest thing that has ever happened in my life come home and he was like
0: I tried to stay up Well, I was like those people at the hospital you know she'll probably leave around 10.30 I'll be <laughs> hammered but I will you know, cook dinner we can still eat like late night I must have passed out around 11
1: <laughs> so Jack snuggled you into the couch <laughs>
0: Jack snuggled me into the couch my shirt was like all pushed sideways I had to like tilt my head backwards to keep my eyes open <laughs> but no there's uh, moments like that that are that Fucking scary, you know, or you learn a lot about yourself and about those around you when you see people in those type of situations. Um, So there are lessons there uh, that I figured out, you know, with my own father, which if you want the full story, I think we've done this before. I'm not going to, you know, go down memory lane on that one, but I lost my dad uh, to uh, end stage liver disease and it was a slow, Uh, process of sitting in hospital rooms so I knew exactly where Kristen was like in that situation you know of course your family's relationships and my family's relationships they're they're different in different ways Um, I'm not saying that I know exactly how you felt going through that but in the course of dad's uh, liver issue he did take a slip and a fall and crack his skull and had to go in for a brain surgery so when you said your dad was going in for a brain surgery I said to myself well fuck I know exactly how goddamn scary that is that's not what what took out dad you know Um, but I know the that one's a scary one it's not like they're going in there and removing an organ from the abdomen, like, in a weird way. That's less terrifying than they're going to go up there and start fuck with shit up there. Yeah. Um, thanks, Jax. Water break. <laughs> Cheers. Trying to lighten the
1: mood. <laughs> yeah, No, know any surgery period is terrifying, but yeah, as soon as they were like, oh, we're going to drill into his skull, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, like, don't fuck this up. Yeah.
0: Please don't put an intern in yeah. charge of this operation. Like, let me
1: tell you, the doctor that they let put the drain in his back to drain some of the fluid yeah. out of his spine was just the biggest idiot I've ever met in my whole life.
0: No, you'll meet a lot of them when you hang out in a hospital, and it's weird, because you're like...
1: You're a doctor! <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: It's like, if you would have asked me in the hallway, hey, do you think this is a good idea? I would have been like, it sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> I don't know anything about medicine, but when hmm. you explain it back to me, it sounds like you don't know what the fuck you're talking
1: about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that first night was a nightmare. But the, the day of the surgery, the surgery got delayed a lot, but other than that, the surgery went very yeah. smoothly. Um, but um, on that note, getting into happier topics...
0: Well, it's all kind of related.
1: Yeah. So
0: going through that for that long of a time with dad and then the subsequent you know isolation and shit put the whole idea of bouncing out of this bitch for good you know <laughs> in my brain in the first place I was like i'm moving to florida i'm moving back to texas <laughs> moving to california was supposed to well california was before dad got sick yeah um for responsible reasons that would have turned me into a police officer instead of a writer. Well, I probably would have got shot in somewhere <laughs> in South, South Los Angeles. But um, I came back here and then all that happened. And then everywhere I went, I was like, this is the moment. This is the moment. This is the moment. And uh, we wound up, or I wound up, Pacific Northwest. I thought I was moving to Washington. I was pretty fucking excited about that.
1: Before we saved the place, though. if you're about to say it before we say the place Um,
0: so I I say we'd never tell (laughs) them we're like it's one of those four (laughs) or Canada (laughs) or Or Alaska
1: or Hawaii because we got another Hawaii is not in
0: the Pacific Northwest yeah
1: well (laughs) but um okay so this has been like in the works for a while so it's not like we weren't sure that it was happening um and i've gradually as i've gotten older
0: it's been a serious thought for at least eight to ten months yeah Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. i mean a serious thought for you for much longer Yeah, about two years (laughs) (laughs) but um you know i've gradually as i've gotten older tried to be more assertive about the things that i want and the things that make me happy so i don't think it's any parent's dream for their child that they go into a field um that's you know you may starve to death like there's a lot of uncertainty there so i and I, I don't know like i I, would, I think
0: like if you rephrase that like my mother is uh doesn't she understands that there's monetary uh i don't know what the right word to be but there's monetary issues that come along with being a writer in 2019 when nobody Mm -hmm. knows how to read um (laughs) but she's also proud of you know he chased the degree that
1: make you happy
0: allows him to do what it is that he feels is art you know like She looks at it that way. So it's a monetary issue is one thing. If I have to work a side gig for my entire life, most people are just working side gigs for their entire life. They don't have another thing. And I didn't get my school degree in side giggery. (laughs) Side giggery. Most of these motherfuckers. (laughs) Hey, got a business degree. I'm proud of you. you got to pe- run a business, or you just got to do people, accounting for people. I, I know
1: people have gotten business degrees that still couldn't find work either, though. Yeah. So it's like, is that really any more stable? No,
0: it's not. The baseline is bachelor's degree, so it's <laughs> kind of like we just graduated high school again. But like now, you know what you like, mm. but you're all high school graduates. It's a you well, didn't learn anything you can't figure out in a month and a half on the computer. You just, <laughs> you just declared to yourself, I want to be a filmmaker.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I would hope if I was a parent that ultimately I would just want my kid to be happy. But I don't think my parents I were... I don't want
0: to starve to death and I would not want my children to starve to
1: yeah, death. Yeah, for sure. And I, for that reason, I don't think my parents were particularly thrilled that I got my degree in film production, but I think they were proud that I went back and finished college at all. So, um, I I feel like there was a little bit of contention there with that decision, and I've kind of, like, found, like, the strength to be like, this is what makes me happy, this is what I want to do. And, um, my parents are not going to be, uh, thrilled to learn the place that we're moving to. Like, my, my, I have been laying the groundwork telling my parents that I'm moving out of state, so they are aware of that. But, um...
0: They think you're going to, like, Atlanta yeah, or my North mom, Carolina. my
1: mom is like, Georgia is the furthest you're allowed to go. And um,
0: it's like, well, I'm dating <laughs> a guy who lived in Tokyo for three years. So <laughs>
1: they, they do know Brett's that. Brett's
0: got different parameters. Bur- is it barometers or per- parameter. parameters?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Barometer. What is a barometer? Gages pressure.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I've read a lot of books. I don't understand the world. Uh, My parameter is literally the other side of the planet. That's how far I can be away from my family. (laughs) My mom and brother both live in England. Mm -hmm. I live in Nashville. And you, in general, had a life that was
1: less rooted. Like we've said before, all of my family lives here. So
0: anybody... 23 years active duty in the Air Force, we moved a fuckload.
1: Yeah, any, anybody in my family moving any real distance is a shock to the system, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, if you're listening to this episode, when we eventually tell you the place, don't tattle on me if you know my family, because that's why we've been keeping this in the dark. Or um, send them the
0: podcast. They might love it.
1: No, don't send them the podcast. Send them the clip
0: about the big orange dildo. <laughs>
1: Do not send my family They're going to think
0: I'm hilarious. Anything. No. Yeah, that's not the family. Your family's sweet.
1: <laughs> no, but like <laughs> But the point is uh the reason we haven't mentioned it on the podcast is because I haven't worked up the nerve to tell them where we're moving yet. So, um if you know my family, let me tell them first. Don't be
0: well, you've got Sending a week. Sending this
1: episode out. <laughs> I think you've got a week now. <laughs> <laughs> with all this stuff going on with my dad, it didn't feel like good timing to tell them where, and I didn't want to... This was wanna... a
0: plan way before anything started happening with your dad. Well, it
1: was more just... recently. Do what? I said, well, more recently, it didn't feel like good timing. I'm a coward, okay? I didn't oh, want to tell it, them. <laughs> now it
0: sounds really bad. If you would have told him before he went in the fucking brain surgery, then <laughs> you... It would have been like, oh, they had a plan, and then he had brain surgery, but now it just looks like, you know, you're having brain surgery, she's just going to leave you here. (laughs) He's
1: already had the surgery. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I didn't want to deal with the backlash of like, oh my god, you're moving, so yeah, that's why we haven't been talking about it on the podcast, because Kristen's a coward.
0: I guarantee you, at uh, some point in the conversation, they're going to try to talk us into moving to, like, Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> My family? Yeah. You'd be like, it's a lot closer. Like, you could just, you know, have all the same views and it would just be still, like,
1: she <laughs> yeah. with a plane. <laughs> the, the night that I went there after I got off work and hung out with them, um... I was talking to them both, and they kept asking, like, what the plan was and, like, what I was doing. Like, was I still trying to get a job in my field because I'm still working at the hospital? I was like, well, I've been, you know, sending out applications and stuff. And they were just, like, kept prodding me, like, to where? And, like, it's like, you know, around? And they're like, is I out of state? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then my mom was like, we better not move to California. There are always fires over there. And I was just like.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the place where we're moving. There's fires going on right now. Like, it's oh. already on fire. It happens every year. Oh. Nobody gives a fuck. God damn.
1: I did mention looking back and, or looking at potentially going and getting my master's and stuff to them because that's a thing we've been yeah. considering. No, and, it's, uh,
0: it's definitely doable. And if we can put ourselves into a position, hmm, maybe, I don't know working for the local university that would make that a uh, multi-fuck load easier. Um, I'm 100% down for getting a master's degree, because then I beat Ben. Ben got a law degree, so right now he's on top.
1: <laughs> he
0: was younger when he made it happen. He moved across the world and made it happen. He did it in the midst of all the shit that I also went through with that. Um and he got a law degree. <laughs> so you got to go one up them. If he's got a like a basic law degree, and I've got a master's degree in bullshit, then I beat him <laughs> until he gets grade. a master's degree in law. <laughs> if he gets a doctorate in law, then he beats me. But if I have the master's degree in bullshit, technically smarter than my brother <laughs> in the eyes of the state. <laughs>
1: So um, Brett has been reading the daily news for where we're moving uh, regularly here lately because we're getting closer and closer to our move out date. Do you want to mention some of the stories that you've read Um, (laughs) about where we're moving? My favorite
0: one, and I've I've used, I've brought it up a bunch because we went to a, uh, a birthday party for my dad's best friend, Ed, and... Ed, you're never going to listen to this because you're far too busy forever, but I love you. (laughs) Um, Went to his birthday party. And where, by the way, I announced this location to everybody that we spoke to. And my mom made a very interesting point where I was like, well, so-and-so said, you know, it sounded like a good idea. And -and so-and-so seemed nervous. My mom was like, if you stop to realize that all the people that thought it was a good idea were military people who'd done it a hundred fucking times already.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they were like, oh, I've made that drive countless times.
0: Yeah, we we sat and spoke with some people that I have never met or I met uh, when I was six months old and have never seen them again, but...
1: I think that's my family's fear is my family, like my parents briefly lived in Florida for a while, but my family's never really gone anywhere. And I think that's where the fear and uncertainty comes from. It's like, well, I've been here my whole life. Mm -hmm. You should stay here your whole life. As
0: a child, I was born in England. I moved to New Mexico. We moved from New Mexico to Florida. That's where Ben was born. And then we moved from Florida to uh, San Antonio, and then we moved from San Antonio to Nashville. and there were like little stops in between because you can't just drive from New Mexico and the West Coast to Florida on the East Coast because you got to drive all the way through fucking Texas. <laughs> uh, you see, so you stop at a lot of, places you meet a lot of people and that was like Uh, me as a kid the
1: (laughs) couple that were sitting outside with us the lady mentioned that too she was like yeah there's like a point we're driving through Texas and then all it says is 600 miles to go (laughs)
0: Jesus
1: Christ
0: welcome to Texas (laughs) England like handily fits inside that one state (laughs) it doesn't make sense and uh, while we're on I've I've lost whatever I was going to say the news stories uh, I'll get back on that. But a um, uh, weird thing to do right now. But hearts out to the people in fucking El Paso. Oh, Jesus, yeah. goddamn That's Christ. Uh, how. I don't want to get political, but I'm just saying, like. When I lived in Texas, everybody had a gun on their hip. Like, you couldn't walk into a Walmart without walking into 600 armed people. I think we need to get back to that Texas, and uh, the next time that shit happens, you blow him away and you rape him in his individual bullet holes. Fuck that guy.
1: Brett and I feel a bit differently about gun control, <laughs> but...
0: You don't believe heart's you out
1: to that situation no, because I think he should have
0: bled to death while being raped in his bullet holes. That's how I feel about that shithead in El Paso, too. <laughs> Um, so God bless you. God bless your community. Um, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to drag on to that uh, sad ass topic. Um, but what I've if been we, if been we looking know at anyone local...
1: in Texas that yeah. there's anything we can do for you, we definitely um, do.
0: My buddy Piles lives out there in Houston. he's listening to yeah. it, I pray so there's anything Christ we can, can do for you, way. hit us up. Yeah, no, fuck that. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so reading the news reports on the, <laughs> the, the, the that's where I was going with it. Um, um. The, the the news report that I was I've been using the past two days. I used it a couple of times yesterday at that birthday party thing. Uh, happy birthday, Ed! Um, <laughs> right, I used it at that birthday party, um, and then I used it with my mom today on the phone. Was uh, Kristen and I recently put in for an apartment it was. Beautiful creek in the backyard. It was Mountain, just yeah, park like, like yeah. from the balcony. The Yeah, the, the the little patio like opened up to like a state park. Like it was fucking incredible. It, I, I was blown away, and we got denied, and we didn't get denied. I Somebody think else the, snatched
1: yeah, it up before we, we got, got it. The
0: application and like two days before, I got fucking taken off the website. Um, but I checked the news, and that part of the community is on fire. So I think it's God's vengeance. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. You don't want Brett Bloom and the effervescent, the beautiful, the transient Kristen Pennington. You don't want them
1: (laughs) burning it to the ground. I'll
0: fucking burn your shit. Everything catches on fire every year, but, like I'm, I'm taking that as totality of God.
1: There was also a bear hanging out there before the fire. Oh, I was going to get to oh, that. I'm sorry.
0: You asked me to like get to talk sorry. about like the local well, news stories. Edit this out. No, no, no. Keep in that in. <laughs> Fuck you and your. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, don't cut that out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I went on there. One day, and there was uh, an alert for that neighborhood that said there's a black bear just walking around outside, so don't go outside. <laughs> stay inside. <laughs> Could you
1: imagine Jax would lose his shit oh, barking oh, at the window? That's how
0: dogs get killed by bears in this undisclosed... Well,
1: Jax is an indoor dog, so he'd just be losing his shit at the window. <laughs>
0: I think Jax would run away fast as fuck, hide behind me, let me get eaten, and then just sit there shitting himself while they ate him from his face.
1: Oh! Yeah.
0: <clears throat> um, but one of my favorite ones that's come out of that place is Moose shuts down city, which. <laughs> A fucking eight-foot-tall moose was just waltzing around the downtown area that the cops had to, like, shut down city blocks to, like... (laughs)
1: I've never seen a moose. I didn't realize they got that tall, which, I mean, I know part of that height is the antlers. You can
0: straight up run into them with a car, and you will die. They're heavier than cars. They are big as fuck. I've (laughs) never seen one up close I've seen pictures of these sons of bitches. They are big motherfuckers. They, like, they make deer look like dogs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Their antlers are massive, too. Yeah,
0: think of a deer. Like, a deer, you know, might end up, like, at my hip or, like, my chest height. Like, there's not going to be a deer taller than me. If I look at a moose, I have to look up at a moose, and I'm six <laughs> foot one. <more. laughs> Just go, that's a big bitch. <laughs> They were out (laughs) roaming the streets. Yeah, so they just shut down the whole city block with police cars and call in Animal Patrol to like. Handle this moose, like tranquilize it, fucking move it back to the woods where it's supposed to be. Like, <laughs> See,
1: now that would crack me up if you had gotten that job. That would have been what you would have been doing. Be like, hey, Brett, there's another moose in the street. Yeah, I got Can you denied. Go I
0: got denied from an animal control position because well, I because was too far yeah, away. I screwed up. They were looking for like an immediate hire. I told them that I was here and uh, would be moving, and they were like, well, we need a position filled. So um, I got denied on that one. But no, that's all they do out there. It's like, you have to go tranquilize that bear. You need to go tranquilize that moose. You need to go over here and, like, stop this dogfighting ring.
1: That reminds me. I was looking at uh, job positions on there, and I, I was telling you about that one where it was literally, like, a grizzly bear wrangler. It was
0: yeah. like, that's a job you that's can a have? a job you can have. <laughs> the seasonal jobs, like, the jobs that I can get if, like, all money, like, is... Ju- like, if, if I'm in a fucked position or we're in a fucked position where we need heavy income, there... I. My stepmother works for the state, supplying people who work for six months out of the year fighting fires, and then they don't do fuck-all all all winter. (laughs) They spend the summer up in the woods fighting fires.
1: So that would be nice because the snow gets pretty rough in the winter.
0: Yeah, they just (laughs) go up in the woods and shifts, and they're like, I'm going to go fight fires and go home. Or I'm going to go fight fires and set up base camp and then go fight some more fires. And then like when we handle the fire, I don't go to that one. There's people where we go who work for private, they get contracted. So you've got a farmer that has got acres and acres and acres and acres of land. And your whole job throughout the entire summer. Don't let his farm burn. Don't let his farm burn. (laughs) So he can feed the people. And you make enough money in six months to or three months to not worry about the rest of the year
1: yeah the uh wild animal (laughs) wrangler position that I found was like literally in the description it was like list your experience handling grizzly bears and mountain lions I was like what I
0: was like I want to apply because I want to have that experience but my (laughs) only experience with bears comes from what I learned from the Joe Rogan experience (laughs) (laughs) Uh... my only experience with bears is Joe Rogan's experience with bears
1: (laughs) described it as like experience harassing mountain lions so i was like you just annoy them until they go away yeah, you just
0: play polka music you just <laughs> sit down there with a the goddamn accordion <laughs> go away go away get the f- that's probably not what you do if anything if you play polka music near a mountain lion you might increase your chances of getting fucking ripped apart by a so do they
1: lion. naturally come out into the town or do they come out when the For fires f-
0: start we come out for food and when the fires start, yeah. well, in the cold, you know, like it kind of depends because it gets very cold in the undisclosed location.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> is going to be interesting because I've never lived anywhere with winters that well, I've, extreme. I've
0: lived on the east side, not lived on, but I spent a weekend at, a vast difference there, uh, <laughs> the east side of the undisclosed location and it's much flatter so i'm thinking that they probably get more buildup of snow oh. on the east side they uh, the place that i was staying had a patio that didn't have a patio railing they had not put that part on yet mm-hmm. so i was smoking a cigarette and i thought i was standing on the ground level on a patio because that's how high the snow was and i stepped off the wood part thinking isn't it a miracle that The snow is not also taken over the floor because I'd only ever seen like two inches of snow in my entire (laughs) life. And I fell (laughs) through the snow to damn near hip level. And And again, Brett's 6'2". 6'2". So I just stood there in four feet of snow and I was like, well, this is a predicament I've never had in my life. Japan gets really bad snow. I remember being on base and then looking out my window and all you could see was, like, the top of the window and car, like, (laughs) roof. Like, if they didn't come through and fucking clear everything out. And so, like, everybody's cars would just get buried in the snow. (laughs) Which is probably what's going to happen to us, actually. (laughs) Probably going to have to go unbury my car, just walk to work. My theory, right, is, like, where we're going, there's a lot of mountains. Mm -hmm. And I learned one thing in Wenatchee, Washington, Um, was that the mountains stopped a lot of the weather from coming in. So my theory is it was worse in eastern undisclosed location than it will be in western undisclosed location because there's mountains. (laughs) And the mountains are going to catch a lot of the snow, but we're kind of in a basin, so maybe that, I don't know. It's gonna be a weird.
1: I mean, we get
0: my mom today on the phone. She was like, "I was considering flying you guys out for Christmas," and then only then I realized that I only had enough money to fly one of you out, and uh, I was like, "Mom, I am not leaving Kristen in the undisclosed location for the first winter alone." That is definitely a thing we do together <laughs> Thank until you. we are true undisclosed locationy people. <laughs> <laughs> it was like throw that money in a bank account, pay for both of us to come out next time.
1: <laughs> or if we we get the university jobs, you know, we maybe, might pay our
0: own way. Maybe
1: we'll be there. making bank. Yeah. I got to get a we passport and stuff, and that takes there, a while. She's
0: terrified of heights. And <laughs> Your mom? Yeah, she gets really anxious about driving uphill. That specifically, she's done the. It was
1: like she flies all over the she place. Flies.
0: A couple of times a week, yeah. uh, has no issue with it. Loves oh. sitting at the window watching takeoff and landing. Can't That's stand interesting. driving uphill. She doesn't like it. The roads get more narrow and they get windier, and that bothers she's half me. blind. So you know, it's a whole issue for her. That but, bothers me yeah.
1: too, though. But I got in a really bad car accident my senior mm-hmm. year of high school. Um, going around a curb and drove off a cliff because I hit black ice. So. I understand yeah. that for your windy roads. But my mom me. is
0: convinced that Laura, my stepmom, uh, lives at the fucking summit Does of she? the undisclosed location. And she lives in a city 15 minutes <laughs> outside of the airport. I was like, Mom, once you fly in, once you make the landing, because the landing's a little weird because it's an undisclosed location. They don't make, you know, strong runways. and undiscl- no, It's not weird at all. It's beautiful. <laughs> It's a very small airport.
1: Um, I'm surprised there is an airport there, actually, because it's yeah. not the biggest city there.
0: It's the second biggest city in the undisclosed location. Is
1: that? I didn't realize yeah. it was.
0: No, that's how empty the undisclosed location is and why it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I have...
1: For sure. Never been this far away, though. So it's going to be a fun drive. We're going to be planning stops and stuff. Yeah, and then But I've... my mom
0: thinks it's just going to be us driving up and down mountains. <laughs> and I was like, Mom, you're just going to be like kind of in a city, but there's going to be mountains that you can see. And if you want to go look at them, we can go look at them. Like They're just there. <laughs> right now I live in Tennessee, and it just sucks. You can't just walk outside and see a mountain.
1: <laughs> i'm weirdly excited about the first winner though because tennessee winner is Pumped, so
0: but we might have to resort to cannibalism
1: <laughs> i'm eating winston first because he's been a jackass lately
0: that's not cannibalism <laughs> yeah, that's no. hunting we, we've got a 22 and we have two cats so we can figure it out <laughs> but um <laughs> not eating jacks jacks gets to stay alive <laughs> See how dodgy shit gets by April.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I am excited for the first winner because I know it's going to be a bit of a shock for me, especially just because I've never been anywhere remotely like that. But like Tennessee... Winter is so unpredictable. It's like, oh, maybe we'll get snow. Maybe we won't. Maybe, maybe. we get
0: taken out by a tornado. Maybe with yeah, absolutely we'll get no fucking drowned rain. in a flood.
1: Maybe it'll be 80 <laughs> degrees outside. Like there have been some hot Christmases here. The, but the I mean, weather
0: report for this week was all partly cloudy. We've been hit with random storm ass, storm. big ass thunderstorms. Like not like, you know, scattered showers. Mm. Like you might get a little wet. Like you're going to get drenched. It looks like Katrina, and it comes out of nowhere.
1: (laughs) Last night, within five minutes of it raining, it was flooding up to our door. Yeah. Like, that's madness.
0: It had gone out of the yard and fucking four feet across the little patio thingy.
1: (laughs) But in undisclosed location, we will probably have a white Christmas.
0: Uh, definitely. We're getting uh, a Christmas going to have a, 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 a whiteness like, all up for like three months, leaving <laughs> up to Christmas, and three months after Christmas, and you're going to go, why is it always so goddamn white? And then right when we're both ready to like hang ourselves in the undisclosed location, all the snow's going to melt. And it's going to be the most beautiful thing for about 15 days, and then it's all going to catch on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a woman
1: at uh, the birthday party last night she was like so do you have coats i mean like mm-hmm. real coats
0: <laughs> i was like not yet we'll i have i out. have
1: my coat you always make fun of i don't know if that okay. counts as a real coat No, we're
0: gonna need like coat coats eskimo or, coats like, like <laughs> hardcore coats <laughs> I went over there and did i go over there in august when i went up last time I think
1: so. It was right before school started. Yeah, like so, yeah.
0: everything was on fire. And you were still and wearing it was long still sleeves. Still seventy degrees outside.
1: Yeah, you took you sent me a picture <laughs> of you outside early in the morning with the dog, and you had long yeah. sleeves on.
0: But like afternoon, like you can put on a t-shirt. I, I grew up primarily in the south, so. Like, people up there were wearing tank tops and flip-flops driving around Jeeps with no tops on. And it was 68, and they were like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is our summer. Yeah, because, like, winter is, like, negative 20. Like, you, you know. And then here, it's scooping. if you stand
1: in the shade, you're going to melt.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Here, the, the heat is, you're standing. I, I told my mom today. I was trying to contrast the two, and I was playing with little, like, metaphors. And I was like, there's undisclosed location. And then there's Tennessee, uh, which feels and smells like if you took a vat of piss and put it in a microwave. Like, if, <laughs> like if you just hit 30 seconds and just let it, and then opened up the microwave and yeah. stuck your head in. It just smells like urine, and it's sticky. Yeah. It's just, it's a gross place to be.
1: I don't think it's quite as bad as Brett thinks it is, but I've lived here.
0: I've lived uh, a couple of different places. It's this bad. You
1: you have a bit more to compare it to. I've been in
0: Texas in August, and this is worse. (laughs) In Texas in August, you can hide in the shade of a street pole and drop 40 degrees. (laughs) In Tennessee... You're just hot. You can see we, <laughs> we
1: have the AC on right now the and AC's it's still a little cranking. warm in here.
0: Yeah, the AC is cranking. You'll be naked, spread eagle underneath a fan and just like, <laughs> feeling babe. <laughs> <cow-day." laughs> and Atlanta's worse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Atlanta winter. Like the only time I've spent like a a large amount of time in Atlanta They call it the... hot Atlanta. Yeah.
0: Well they did in the early two thousands. I think Loon people Christmas still call thing. it that. But people like I, I've, around for the early 2000s. So I don't think the kids are calling it Atlanta anymore.
1: <laughs> I've been to Atlanta in the warmer months, but the only time I've like stayed in Atlanta has been during the winter when I was like working on a film. And oh my god, that was a nightmare. The they cold? Had, yeah, they had uh, that like really intense snowstorm the year that I was there. So it was like you couldn't even leave the house. It was just like, this sucks. <laughs> like I'm just stuck here. Nobody knows how to drive because this never happens. <laughs> Can't go anywhere. Well,
0: that's the craziest shit about Tennessee. Like, I, I had a Tennessee driver's moment today when we were coming back from Walmart. Oh, it was last night when we were coming back from Walmart. We went to Walmart two times in two days because we needed dinner last night and grocery shopping this morning. But
1: And also uh, trying to avoid the storm.
0: Yeah, there was a massive storm coming in. It didn't have windows on the... Jeep, So we fucking, I was like, we got to drive for like 45 minutes to get our asses home. And we almost beat it. But we got stuck behind this dude going 35 and a 50. And I was like, who the fuck, who, how long have you been living here? <laughs> no. When there's a storm coming in Tennessee, you drive like you're fucking moving moonshine. Thank <laughs> no. You turn the radio up, you fucking haul ass in fourth gear because you're going to have to go 35. When the storm hits, but the storm's over there, so you need to get the fuck home.
1: And the crazy thing <laughs> is, like, I'm sure the people who live in undisclosed location mm. have uh, a significant amount of experience driving in bad oh, weather. And
0: we're gonna be the idiots yeah. for a good minute. So yeah.
1: they they probably handle it like it's nothing. And well, it's then... like
0: dealing with Nashville tourists. It's like be like you like act like you've been here before.
1: <laughs> yeah, and um. I was driving home, I want to say from work, like, a week ago or something like that, and um, it's been really rainy here lately. We've been having a ton of thunderstorms, and it was, like, pissing down rain, pretty extreme, I will say. I had my wipers turned up at the highest setting they would go to, but I, like, told Brett after I got home, I was like, I felt like I was, like staring at Christmas lights or something. Cause all of the cars in front of me, not one or two, every single car in front of me. I was like, oh my God, it's raining. Turn on my hazard lights. <laughs> I was like,
0: why? It's like, hey <laughs> team. I don't know if you know this, but we all notice that it's raining. I'm yeah. going to try my goddamn damnedest not like, to run into the ass end of it.
1: It was nighttime, so everybody had their headlights on. I was like, I can see your tail lights. Yeah. Like, I don't need yeah. your hazards. We're it's, good. Yeah, it's
0: pissing down rain. Everybody goes 15. Yeah. It's like, you've made the situation worse because you've made me jumpy that I might run into the ass end of you. It. it was
1: bizarre. Just get up
0: to 50. You know, keep it a good 25 below the speed limit.
1: Yeah, this is but on the move. interstate. It's a straight road. Like, you're not going <laughs> to randomly stumble across a curve yeah, somewhere. Quit
0: slamming your brakes. You're going to be
1: okay. I've seen like one or two I've people. driven,
0: like when the tornado fucking took out Brentwood, I was driving back home that night. On like back roads. <laughs> I was not going 15 fucking miles an hour. <laughs> it was like, oh, there's a tornado fucking 15 miles behind me. I should probably get home now.
1: <laughs> get ahead of this thing. Yeah,
0: it's fucking pissing down with rain, but uh, if I start and stop, I'm going to kill everybody on the interstate. Like,
1: I've seen like one or two people like get over into the far right lane and turn their hazards on because they're uncomfortable driving in bad weather. That's how but... it should
0: be. You guys get over there, Let the experts run the other lane.
1: And I think I deleted it, but I had a video on my phone of it um, that I almost sent you, but I was like, oh, it's raining. I should probably... Drive and not yeah. mess with my phone. <laughs> like every car in front of me, like all of them in every lane, has their hazards on. It, it was like one person did it, and they were all like, "Maybe I should too." It's like this is stupid, guys. Just drive. Like I get you're not gonna go 70, but we don't have to go 30 either. No, no, no. jackass. <laughs> but I will be that jackass in undisclosed location. Oh, undisclosed uh,
0: location. I guarantee you, I crash a car. Undisclosed location, first winter, I'm sliding into something. There's no way. I
1: have full coverage at the moment, so... I
0: have a car that cost me three grand. <laughs> you have a car that would also <laughs>
1: probably survive the crash. Your car is pretty sturdy. Oh, it goes slow, that one... but
0: it's designed for... The, like, it's a Jeep. Like it's a, like that
1: one dude rear-ended you, and all he did was scrape the paint on your it, car.
0: <laughs> fucked his radiator up and didn't even knock me out of my parking space. <laughs>
1: My car will get all kinds of eaten up, but I have full coverage, so. I'm gonna, I'm. that's like a thing we've discussed. This is how drastic of a change undisclosed location is. I will probably trade in my car for a different car after I pay it off
0: for a, a better equipped car. For. Well, I don't know if I'm selling the Jeep yet. It's still on the table. I've got about a month to figure it out. And it's really gonna depend on like financing the move and if I can afford a hard top for the Jeep cuz the heater works like a motherfucker so like, I'm not afraid of that and I'd just be using it for in town driving like I do now so
1: do you think is the weather going to be that much of a difference that you would need a hard top for it
0: Uh, Yeah. When it snows that much, it would, like the rains collapsed my soft top here before. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: I wasn't thinking of the weight. I was thinking of the temperature. I was like, would it be that cold that your heater wouldn't keep up? No, I'd be, I'd
0: I'd, I'd be cold in a Wrangler. (laughs) Um, But it's doable. The concern is with a soft top, the snow settling on the soft top would collapse the soft top. So I would have to, get a hard top for the winter months
1: I mean it wouldn't literally flood the bottom of your Jeep but I'm curious if it snowed enough if a little bit of snow would poke up through your drain
0: holes <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like
1: you'd come in and just have tiny no, little amounts of snow no the concern
0: it collapses yeah. the soft top <laughs> and then it completely fills my Jeep with snow I'm just saying and hypothetically and I just have to sit there and go well fuck <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm sitting happy I five own feet a
0: because I, I just have to worry about wiring right now like
1: <laughs> oh, but no, if you had a hard top, I guess it wouldn't. Snow wouldn't get under your car, though. That doesn't make any sense. I'm just like it's just a funny thought. Like you coming the in, there's just tiny up. mounds of snow flooded in through the drain holes so, at the bottom of your. Cheek. I mean, I
0: guess if it blew sideways,
1: <laughs> it... it's just a funny thought. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's not practical because that happens
0: with <laughs> rain because rain hits the ground.
1: <laughs> well, that's why I was thinking it because you recently. Like, Brett was driving home from work and... Um,
0: bottomed out on a puddle. Yeah, it's
1: been raining so much <laughs> that uh, literally on, like, a main road, he bottomed out. And he's got these little drain holes in the bottom of the Jeep that don't have plugs in them. Yeah. And uh, the bottom of his Jeep flooded.
0: Yeah, it was <laughs> madness. Is, it came up and soaked my shoes. I was like, what
1: the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> bottom out on snow.
0: God damn. Oh, no, so, your
1: Jeep's probably better... Equipped for the uh, weather than
0: my car. 100% better <laughs> I just have a suited. little, little Mazda the, sedan. I need to get the transmission worked on and uh, figure out, like, the four-wheel drive. But four-wheel drive and some chains. And I've driven in snow before. Again, it was in Japan. So as a yeah, cop, I, thought, I had to go out there when nobody else was even allowed to drive on the road. <laughs> I a big-ass pickup truck.
1: Couple of years left till I pay my car off, so I should probably get chains for my tires because mm. I doubt people are driving.
0: My theory is that all that shit goes on sale at some point in undisclosed location. Like Walmart sure. has to sell that shit all the time, and Laura lives like 10 minutes it Probably goes on sale the after the winter is over, though. Well, like it's, yeah. yeah, but Laura's lived there almost her entire life.
1: Yeah, i got to hit her up and be like, the fuck do I do to like, survive do winter?
0: Give me do a,
1: I do I stock up on milk and fuck, bread, like Tennessee? Call, I
0: was supposed to call Nick today. We could have asked him those questions. Uh, he didn't hit me up, so I don't feel guilty yeah. about forgetting. Um, so do we tell him?
1: Yeah, I think we do.
0: How do we want to go about this?
1: I'm going to let you...
0: No, it, it's a you decision. I've, I've been calling it undisclosed litigation this entire time. Because <laughs> it's kind of funny. Say <laughs>
1: like we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we were going <laughs> to tell you well, guys. I
0: mentioned months ago that I was going to tell you guys. Where are we moving to Miss Kristen Pennington?
1: Missoula, Montana. Oh,
0: Missoula motherfucking Montana.
1: We've got a minimum two-day drive ahead of us to get there. <laughs>
0: And that's uh, if we're really, it really booking It is a 29-hour drive across the country. A day and five hours.
1: Yeah. We're prob- probably going to stop a few places, so it'll probably take us two or three yeah. days to get there.
0: We're, we're going to have to plot out where we're going to stop. We want to stop in interesting places. If you guys have any suggestions, you can send us an email.
1: Uh, at Productions at gmail.
0: You can send us an email over there and uh, feel like, dude, there's this crazy tourist attraction that's like right at the point where you're going to have to stop. Like you've been on the road for 8 to 10 hours. You need to stop here because this place is fucking crazy and they're philly cheesesteaks are brilliant or some shit like that
1: we're also going to be traveling with a dog and two cats so if you have any advice on traveling with pets or good places to stop because obviously we're gonna to have to stay the night in a couple of hotels so yeah. if you have experience traveling with pets like where to stay how to handle a cat that just screams for <laughs> all eternity um, I've got a cat that tries to
0: kill everything, and she's got a cat that's afraid of change. Yeah. And I've got a dog that shits himself every time I pack a new box. Um, so, like, what do we drug them with? How do we put? Do, do I need to get a crate now so I can start getting them used to getting in and out of the crate? Or do you think um, we'll
1: crate them for the move? I feel like I'd leave them.
0: I feel like I can jackspot drug jacks I was going to say jacks drug <laughs> uh, I feel like I can drug jacks and he'll pass out like in the back seat hmm. but I, I- he needs the freedom of movement because yeah, it seems to help him out to be able to... Like, I can get the dad. I feel like I put space. him in a cage, he'd freak out. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I wasn't planning on crating jacks. We're crating the cats for right, sure. Because I'm
0: not trying to get killed by Winston oh, while we're going down the yeah. interstate. <laughs>
1: bare, bare minimum, probably <laughs> knocking them both out. But bare minimum, knocking Max out right. because I have moved... I think three times now with Max, and every time I've ever moved with him, it's only been about an hour. But for the entire hour, (laughs) he sat in his crate and nonstop.
0: We did seven hours with Jax, and he didn't stop trying to come up, kiss him.
1: I swear it wasn't seven hours, I think it was five. I think it was well, five. We way, didn't get that either lost. Either way,
0: the entire time that he was there, he was just trying to lick so one of our faces. So
1: anxious, though. He, paced, he didn't cry, but he paced back and forth. Like, I'm hoping he'll <laughs> just get... just
0: stood up on the back, and he kept falling off the bench when we had to break. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. So that's a, another thing. Um, we're kind of trying to decide how we're going to do the move. Like, if we're just going to get a um, little smaller U-Haul to, like, hitch to the back of my car. If we're going to get a big U-Haul and hitch... The Jeep to the back of that, like we're trying to figure out how we're going to handle I it. I thought that
0: we get like a medium drivable U-Haul, and then hitch the Jeep to the back of that. Like we don't need like the biggest. Well, I didn't mean like the
1: biggest. I just meant like or one we drive,
0: do the pods. Yeah. And then I sell the Jeep. So yeah.
1: those are all the options we're exploring. So if Brett um, drives his own U-Haul, then. I will, I'm assuming, I guess, probably take the pets myself, but, um, we went to Jay's wedding last October, yeah, because we went for my birthday, and, um, this
0: October, it hadn't happened yet.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was just trying to remember what month it was, so last October, um, and Jax is very big on, like, wanting to be close to people, like, he's a very, like, if he has to be separated, he's very anxious. And I don't personally feel comfortable putting Jax in the front seat because, you know, if you have an accident or something, you don't want your pets up oh, there with the airbags.
0: And he wouldn't stay there.
1: Yeah, no, he wouldn't. So um, with my car in particular, you know, there's... Well, with any car, there's that gap where your feet go so he can't, like, get up to the front. And so, if I know they make little seat covers that you can put that, like have like a little netting or something that connect to the front. So if anybody has any recommendations on some way that I can pad the little foot gap so Jax can kind of lay and like rest his head on the console so he doesn't feel so separated. Like I think that's what bothered him last time. He kept trying to like stretch his paws to the front and lay his head on the console so he could be up there with both of us, but there was nothing under him to support him.
0: We'll put boxes or something there so so he can just kind of stretch out.
1: If anybody has any like recommendations on how to deal with that
0: yeah and if you want to be in our documentary because we're going to be doing a documentary for the 29 hours that we're driving we got to get a gopro camera
1: that would be nice i would like to get a gopro just i mean i turn I'll... that
0: turn that motherfucker on and just record the whole drive <laughs> and then like if we have or not record the whole drive but have it up there and it's like oh shit we're passing some interesting shit we <laughs> turn it on
1: I mean, I'll probably keep my camera kit in my trunk just so we can film stuff when we stop, but yeah. I I mean, I've always wanted a GoPro. That would be a nice thing to have. This
0: is us at the rest stop. (laughs) Brett's chain-smoking cigarettes inside of the U-Haul. Or you, like, swerve past me. I'm like, fucking why are we
1: doing this? (laughs) You you would probably be much happier driving separate though. I think if we had to make that whole drive in my car no, you
0: scare me when you drive. <laughs>
1: you would not be. <laughs> you would you would either try to drive the entire length yourself or just all the times it'd that I was like, driving, like, oh my
0: god. I'd be like, Kristen Are we there yet? And I have different hotels they're across the street from each other so we can get dinner and then I can just go home and cry about all the time she tried to kill us that night
1: <laughs> otherwise I'm going to kill her tonight <laughs> yeah no I, I feel like that's going to be the most relationship saving option is that we don't <laughs> ride in the same car together
0: for 29 hours. If we had bigger uh, vehicles, I think it would be less of an issue. Like, you know, I've done long drives in small cars, like much smaller. Oh, I don't
1: think it's the car. More. I think it's my driving. It's definitely. <laughs> I think my it's driving.
0: my driving. That's it's the 100%. And I'm not,
1: <laughs> you don't like when I drive?
0: No. And I'd have to put you in charge for, like, four hours at a yeah. time. And I'd be like, God damn it.
1: I don't, I don't think a bigger car would be the solution. I think it's just me not driving is the solution. You don't like being in the passenger seat of my car.
0: You've scared me driving, like, five minutes outside of the apartment. I'm like, oh, God, is she going to stop, or are we just going to run into the back of this guy?
1: Like, <laughs> but, like, okay, so Brett has I've got a, a, a manual. A manual. Yeah. So
0: when I pop it in neutral... I'm slowing down.
1: Yeah, and like... And
0: the automatic pushes you forward.
1: Like, yeah, my automatic car, if I... Which, that's common knowledge. Everybody knows that. If I let off the brake, the car automatically starts trying to roll forward on its own. So, instead of just riding the brake when I need to stop, like, I'll lift my foot off of the accelerator and just kind of hover my foot for a little bit until I need to brake. And Brett's like, why aren't you braking? <laughs> I'm like, because I'm, I'm coasting. <laughs> like, I'll brake when <laughs> it's time to brake. And he's like, no! No! <laughs>
0: So, like I've owned one automatic vehicle yeah. my entire <laughs> life. Because <So.
1: laughs> he's used to his car trying to slow down faster, and but my car is like, oh, no, we're still accelerating. in the
0: fourth. You can feel it slow down. <laughs> if I come off in fifth gear, the RPM just goes <laughs> boom.
1: Yeah, like mine more gradually mm-hmm. slows down because it's trying to continue accelerating. But y'all yeah, coast for a little bit until I hit the brake, and that always freaks him out. It
0: scares the fuck out of me. So yeah, we're not doing that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, guys, we're moving to Missoula. And now it is 100% everybody's knowledge. And people are going to go, well, why the fuck would you move to Missoula? And my answer would be, well, uh, fuck Tennessee. I've been here long enough. I hated this place when I was 11. I am now 28. So I have a 17 year fuck this place mentality. Which we have. And... Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to the Pacific Northwest. Um, It's one of the most beautiful things in the world to be standing next to a tree and realize that you're smaller than the tree and then look at a mountain that is filled with trees and realize that half of that shit burns down every year and comes back to life and is so beautiful, so vast and so massive, that you never wind up sitting on St. Andrew's Boulevard in a place like Montana, where you're stuck in traffic and when you look to your left, you see some cheap house they threw up because a tourist got curious. And you look right and you see
1: apartment apartment
0: complexes filled with people that work for the Amazon plant. And when you look forward, you're staring at tail lights. You look backward, you're staring at headlights. You're just stuck in that fucking place doing a job you don't like. Everybody here, in my personal experience, works at a place that sells other dissatisfied people something. When you go to Montana and you're stuck in traffic, there's a lake, (laughs) there's a a river, there's a creek, there's a state park, there's like five of those motherfuckers where we're trying to move to. Rattlesnakes, the one that caught on fire that we were talking about earlier. There's mountains all around you and it makes you feel really fucking small because the winter could kill you, and the summer could kill you, and you could walk outside and get snatched by a goddamn bear, and that could kill you. And so the people there know that, and they're so fucking nice. Like everywhere I went, people were just like, no, I know my place in the fucking universe because uh, when he, goes dark out here it's still the same caveman horseshit we were dealing with before like they're different kind of people
1: and i kind of tie this back to our uh, episode i think it was the one titled take the ride um buy the ticket take the ride <laughs> steal like, the car <laughs> You know, Brett and I, I guess, technically are at different um, phases in our journey through life. And if you're not someone who's literally packing up your car and moving across the country, it's still
0: it's okay applicable
1: too. to uh, life in general. Like Brett has lived, I guess, like a, I don't want to like speak for you, but um, a life where he's like embraced like change and um, adventure and stuff a lot more than I have like he's been more places and done more things so have
0: an option for most of yeah
1: but but you don't have a negative mindset about it though it's not like god I'm doing this again it's like well this is what I'm doing now you know and um, I believe
0: in the universal I and I feel like there should be an I that sees current I my perception moving to Montana and if it crashes and burns, then a whole bunch of the eyes are going to be like, ah, oh, fuck, it crashed and burned. And some of them might make fun of me for it. But <laughs> if it works, maybe it inspires an eye, you know? Thing.
1: Yeah. But, like, for you, like, you, um, I mean, you came back here for a lot of reasons. You got out of the Air Force. Your dad was sick. You know, you went back to school. So there were a lot of reasons at the time to be here. And, um, one by one, those reasons have kind of dropped off.
0: Yeah, that's that I graduated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wasn't trying to be insensitive about that. <laughs> Laura
0: moved to Montana. Yeah, like Boom. Synchronicity. Dad wanted to move to Montana, then Dad got sick. So in a weird way, I'm...
1: Fulfilling his... Yeah,
0: it's what he wanted to do. Why did Dad want to move to Montana? His ashes, when Laura dies, are to be thrown off of a place called Sex Peak. <laughs> So my first mission, get to Montana, get settled in, go to Sex Peak, see why my dad wanted to get his ashes thrown off there, understand that part of my father. It's a very personal decision, but you can't tell that to people in a fucking birthday party. (laughs) But but I mean, for you, it's like
1: this phase of your journey is over, I guess. And uh, you're ready for the next phase. And for me, I have lived my whole life here for the most part. Um, I've mentioned that before, like I was born in Florida, but I don't, like I don't remember living there. And um, I've spent my whole life here, so I'm currently in line to get on the roller coaster. So that's, like it's kind of cool to like see both perspectives. Like I'm just now getting to the part where I'm kind of like reaching out there and exploring more of my life and you're moving into the next phase of your life. So to try to, keep this podcast relevant to everybody else like if you're moving across the country and it's scary or not if you alone. want
0: to and you're scared
1: yeah like it's like we've said before as far as any of us knows we get this one life and fuck do what you want to do like if it's applying for the promotion or quitting your job entirely there's a
0: Doug Stanhope quote it's one of my favorites where it's like you know talking about life where he's like a, you, you gotta turn this carb in yeah sideways, dented, twisted <laughs> up. Fuck you, I didn't ask to be here. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, fuck your insurance. <laughs> <laughs> My mother is a hundred percent for what's going on. My father is dead. I don't know who I'm supposed to impress outside of those people. So, like, I've got this one lens, you know. And I don't know anybody who's done what we're about to do. I know people that live there. I know that Laura married my father on a whim. You know, not on a whim. They loved each other, of course. But it was a, a, a moment of love It's one of those romantic, we're going to run off and do it. It's the same thing we're doing. It would make my father very proud. Because my dad married his high school crush in Las Vegas without telling me where the fuck he was going. (laughs) (laughs) And from her son's point of view, from Matt and Nick's point of view, she moved to Tennessee on a whim. So it's all just playing itself back out. There's a lot of reasons to be proud. But I'm a little drunk.
1: Me too. I'm a little bust for sure. <laughs> I'm excited though. So you guys are going to get...
0: A lot of updates.
1: Um, today it is August 4th.
0: This is one we of... We
1: have to be out September 8th.
0: By September.
1: Yeah. So in roughly a month. We're gonna be making the biggest trip I've ever made anywhere, <laughs> and uh, you guys are gonna get all kinds of updates. We're gonna try we'll be
0: podcasting. We're gonna be doing short films. Yeah, we're try to, to be...
1: podcast on the way. Yeah, we, we're um, gonna
0: podcast every night. We'd we'll be like, well, we drove here and then set up the mini microphone. Well, I like have like my little set, portable uh, the little recorder. They put in the, in the thing. <laughs>
1: We're gonna to try to do a documentary of the trip because that's something we brought up before. It's a very drastic change, uh, completely different environment, different people, different way of life. Like our, our goal is Let's to pass
0: do. across so much. We're gonna drive through St. Louis, Chicago.
1: I I think for both of us, who are our, end goal is to be a little more. Connected with ourselves and with each other and with nature. So, um, I'm gonna try to learn to garden. Brett's probably gonna try to learn to hunt. Got a We're gonna try to learn uncle how to survive. That
0: way, he's been hunting for 30 and a years. And tense
1: winter. <laughs> so, you guys are gonna get a lot of very interesting updates as uh, we figure this shit out. <laughs>
0: My aunt has horses, seven dogs, and has a hunter's camera in her driveway so she knows when there's a mountain lion on her driveway. Oh, that's
1: handy. Also, kind of scary that you need that, but handy.
0: <laughs> it makes for interesting Facebook pictures when you see a seven foot tall cat that's just walking around <laughs> outside your house and you're like, oh, well, that thing's there.
1: <laughs>
0: or a bear, or a moose.
1: hear something rummaging around outside and instead of being like, oh, there's someone trying to break in, you're just like,
0: oh, that's a bear. But do you have any idea like how insignificant so many things that we hold dear are about to be?
1: And that's kind of a conversation we've been having, like um, material possessions, like what do we value enough to like really want to hang on to and what do we get rid of and like, we have essentially agreed to strip ourselves down to the absolute bare minimum, so it it puts in perspective... Um, like that what f-
0: we need to be comfortable and do our job.
1: Well, that, that Fight Club quote, because we've talked about that on a previous episode too, like the stuff that you own owns you, like how much do we really have to have and how much is just stuff. So, it's it's... We'll find out. Very life-affirming, I guess. <laughs> like, if what all, can Kristen and Brad accomplish on their own?
0: If that all crashes and burns, at least we'll have an interesting story to tell in a dive bar in Missoula, Montana. <laughs> and our kids will grow up vastly different than we grew up, and things are gonna be fucking incredible. So, that's Steve. a Do
1: Sorry. We? I was like, that's an interesting concept, too. That's a whole other conversation. But, uh, I mean, you're probably a little more used to that because you have family all over. But like, grandma lives in England, and grandma lives in Tennessee, my sister lives and we're in going to
0: Indiana. My yeah. other ones in New Mexico. <laughs> my mother's in England. My brother's in England. Um, my step grandmother lives in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Nashville, and uh, that's all I got. Sign off and go cook some dinner. To the trip. To the trip. And to the Nightmare Box. I
1: love
0: you. I love you. Should we do some plugs?
1: We should do some plugs.
0: If you guys have any advice for what we're about to go through, if you have any interesting stops you think we should make, um, you can send us an email at... Uh,
1: Gmail.
0: Shoot us a Facebook message at
1: it's facebook.com/slash nightmareboxproductions.
0: If you live in any of these places and you want to convince us further, you can send us some pictures by tagging us on Instagram at
1: nightmareboxpro.
0: Or, if you want to keep it with the oh wait 100. no
1: Instagram is nightmareboxproductions. Sorry guys, <laughs> I'm
0: a little buzzy. Or, if you want to keep it within, like, the 140, 240, whatever Twitter's trying to do these days, you can tweet us your twat at
1: <laughs> Do not tweet me your twat. <laughs> we have had this discussion before. Uh, at Nightmare Box Pro. Um, <laughs> you website.
0: can go on the website.
1: It's uh, thenightmarebox.blog. And you buy can buy... Brad's book.
0: you can buy the Madman Diaries, a collection. Um, Read
1: the short stories. I
0: prefer you guys did it that way because I see a little bit more of the money, but I don't give a fuck if you live in ten bucks too. If you send me ten dollars, I will send you that book, autographed. I, 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 just give me your address. Send me ten bucks.
1: And money aside, it's uh, much more. Oh, I.
0: It, it, the way that i sell those books it's not about the money no it's i know ten dollars it's like it might cost me 11 bucks to send you the motherfucker so like just send me the ten dollars and i'll send you the book
1: i know you're not doing it for the money i was just saying uh to up the ante here money aside um you get a personal copy because for one brett has handled that copy himself
0: <laughs> it's and in my uh, desk.
1: He gets to sign it, leave you a personal message, and it's a limited print, yeah. as we've discussed before, so I feel like the value of a signed copy versus a non-signed <laughs> copy is a little little higher.
0: So It, it, it will be, because I'm currently editing uh, the book, The Nightmare Box, and... Once that one goes for sale, I'm pulling the Madman Diaries. You guys won't be able to read those stories for another ten years when I rewrite the Madman Diaries and update those fucking stories. So, um, Do all that. I'm bad at self-promotion. I'm a little drunk.
1: <laughs> There's also YouTube. Um... Oh, sorry
0: cash pennington
1: no that's twitter ow oh, you hit thought, me in the boob with that
0: i thought they were gonna come apart i didn't realize they were both gonna get stuck together i thought it was gonna make a really funny noise <laughs> do <Don't.
1: laughs> um uh, no my youtube is youtube.com slash kristen pennington and if you think my movies suck feel free to tell me what you think i should film go
0: over there and watch the dolls and leave us some feedback and- think that would make us very happy. So, um, let me get off here. We're gonna go, uh, cook dinner and feel fucking excited about this massive, uh, life decision. If, uh, you're, uh, not for the massive life decision, well, you know what? I'll you can love eat you. a dick. Oh,
1: Okay. I, I don't care what Brett's encouraging messages. if you're not on board you
0: can eat a dick well I love you guys anyway <laughs> I was gonna be like well if you don't like me well nope. I love you anyway nope. I, I hope you, you get the dick out of your ass
1: <laughs> about the
0: other people chasing their dream while you're sitting there all sad doing whatever the fuck you're doing Listen to me drunkenly ramble into your ears you can get right the fuck off my channel but <laughs> you know not a not a vengeful human being. i just you know, if we you were do, hanging out in a we'll bar do and us. you told me that I wasn't good at it instead of sending me a fucking text message like like if you had an issue, right? Like and you addressed me at a bar, I'd cut your fucking head off. <laughs> and there ain't a goddamn thing you'd be able to do about it. So talk all the shit you want to.
1: I think I am. You lovable bitch.
0: <laughs> I love you guys. I know it doesn't feel like it after that. I'm uncomfortable with emotions, and we just had a very long discussion, so it's about emotions, but I love you guys. And I love you.
1: I love you more.
0: Love you most. <laughs> love you mostest.
1: I love you most plus one.
0: Oh, but don't do that shit. I read a dumbass tattoo the other day.
1: Did it say that?
0: Most twelve. A face tattoo I don't want to get into it all right I love you guys and I love you, yeah, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk to you in a couple of days